Um, today's Wednesday, 10.45 p.m. Just finished watching um, another episode of Better Call Saul. Catching up with that one. <clears throat> See who's, uh, who's available. Maybe talk some some fights. I know we got that big card this weekend. We that that uh that UFC card is awesome from top to bottom. It's like one of the best cards in a while. We got Will in the room. What's up, Will? We got Torin, big Torin. <clears throat> What's going on, guys? What's up with you? Just ranting, man. This card, this card Saturday is gonna be freaking sick. Reading off some of these fights, so. <clears throat> Torrance says, uh, Jorge Masvidal had some choice words from McGregor. Oh, really? Some, some, uh, we got Jurek. What's up, Jurek? <clears throat> so Masvidal had more words because I know he was ripping on Connor, um, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the other day, like, like a week or two ago. It was kind of funny, but it kind of, I mean, it seems like he's baiting Connor, you know? He's baiting Connor for a fight, <clears throat> which, I mean, I guess you kind of can't blame him, right? I mean, because like if you fight Connor, it's um it's a money fight, you know. You get paid big. But um, talking about UFC two seventy six, <clears throat> Jurek says CM Punk versus Frank Dukes. Oh my god, I I gotta come back to that Jurek. I gotta come back to that, bro. One second, one second. <clears throat> so UFC two seventy six, we got Adesanya versus Cannoneer. It's interesting. It's interesting. I'm I'm going with Adesanya, but I guess you never know. I guess you never know. Jared's dangerous. We got Volk versus Holloway 3, which is, that's competitive. It could go either way. Strickland Pereira. Lawler versus Barbarina. Uh, Munoz versus O'Malley. And the, the Lauren Murphy versus Misha Tate fight got pushed. So I don't know what's going on with that, but it's no longer on UFC two two seventy six. <clears throat> but um, real quick, let's um, let's talk about CM Punk versus Frank Dukes. <laughs> <clears throat> it was me and you, right, Jurek? Yeah, we were having this little uh back and forth <clears throat> about CM Punk not really being that bad. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's true. Like, you know, um. Somebody off the street, CM Punk would would take him down, tap him out because CM Punk, he's a, last time I checked, this is years ago, he was a purple belt in BJJ. You know, that's not really something to completely scoff at. Even if you're a blue belt, um, you know, you could, um, you can have a serious advantage over somebody like, you know, in a street fight or just in, in a, in grappling period, if you're a blue belt, you're going to, you're going to, without a doubt, tap out a person that's untrained, like even a white belt, <clears throat> excuse me. So, you know, um, being a purple belt is not anything to, to scoff at in BJJ, but, you know, in the UFC, CM Punk, he really had no business competing in the UFC. Like even like the lower tier guys, um, too much for him. You know, he just he just wasn't UFC caliber, and it was like it was it was really evident. It was kind of embarrassing. But props to CM Punk for for taking the fights. Props to CM Punk for chasing his dreams. Takes a lot of guts putting it all on the line like that. But um. As far as Frank Dukes, I mean, the guy, to me, 
super embellisher, um, doesn't seem legit at all. From what I know about him, the research I've done, you know, um, fraud's a strong word. A lot of people call him a fraud. There's some, some very harsh words. Um, I'm not like a harsh, mean person like that out the gate. So <clears throat> I don't know if I call him that, but I, Hey, see, I will put my money on CM Punk and a fight between Frank Dukes and CM Punk, CM Punk, take him down, tap him out, change my mind. <clears throat> Yeah, this is comical. Um, that that last video I put up, I'm not gonna blow up dude's channel. Uh, I mean, he has way more subscribers than me. I don't really be hating on people. Uh, I don't hate on people that are, I, I guess, kind of considered like peers in the same realm. Like you won't really see me do that ever. But there's one popular channel. Um, you know, he interviewed Frank Dukes, and and the vibe was like. The interviewee, is that the word, an interviewee? The interviewer uh, <laughs> seemed like it was. he was kind of agreeing that Frank Dukes would beat Michael Bisping in a fight in his prime. And that's like, that's insane. That's absolutely crazy talk insane. Just laughable. I don't know if it was for, for clicks or views or to like draw attention, but that's just absolute nonsense. Just just nonsense. It's, it's delusional. Um, on the Frank Dukes guy, you know, as far as his end and to, um, to cater to, to cater to that and entertain that and agree with it on any level, like it's a bad look on you, you know, <clears throat> anyway, moving on, moving on Torin, uh, with the Connor heat Torin says that coward won't fight Jorge Torin says McGregor was talking about Jorge Masvidal's family. Let me see. Uh, Torrance says, I believe Volkanovski will beat Holloway. <clears throat> I mean, it's logical to think that it really is because, you know, they had competitive fights, but on the books, like, Volk beat him twice. So, I guess you kind of got to lean Volk. Volk's been on fire, too. What he did to a Korean zombie was crazy. That was freaking crazy. Hold on one sec, guys. One second. All right, all right, I'm back. All right, let's see. Wolf says, "Yeah, I think Jorge beats Connor." Uh, I will. Um, I think I will lean towards Jorge as well at 170. I think um, Jorge's um, I, I don't necessarily think he's too big for Connor. I mean, I think, I think his frame and size definitely a factor. Like he is a bigger, bigger guy than Connor. <clears throat> like Connor has to put in serious work to gain that kind of mass to be like, you know, Jorge's size or bigger. He, I mean, he's actually, he's more muscular than Jorge. You know, he's, he's definitely more muscular, but size and frame wise, Jorge's bigger than him. So, but Connor got to like bulk to get to that size to contend with Masvidal. Masvidal is naturally just around that size, you know, <clears throat> and striking wise, very competitive, you know, I, I definitely think that um, Jorge can knock Connor out. I think it's possible that Connor catches Jorge as well. But in my honest opinion, and you know, I had like a different opinion like a few years ago. But in my honest opinion right now that I'm thinking about it, um, I definitely will definitely will lean towards Masvidal. And I would think it's more likely that Jorge knocks him out. I don't think like there'll be no takedowns in the fight. 
You know, I, I don't see Connor being able to take Masvidal, Masvidal down if he tried. He just, he's not going to do it. And um, Jorge could take Connor down. You know, it's more likely, it's more likely to me, but I still think it'll be kind of difficult because Connor got like, he has like underrated takedown defense. He's a pretty strong guy too for his size. So I don't know if it'll be necessarily easy, but I, <laughs> I see more likely Masvidal takes him down. What do you guys say about that? Um, I don't really see Connor taking him down and I don't think they'll go for takedowns. I think, I think that they'll just slug it out. It'll be just like a wild west slugfest in the middle of the octagon shootout and whoever lands first, you know, that's going to be the one that has the advantage. <clears throat> MP says, what's up MP? Who's stronger, Rockhart or Bisbing and who wins between GSP and Anderson Silva? Hmm. Interesting questions. Um. All right, so pure physical strength, I'm definitely going to go with Rockhold. The dude is like always in some insane shape. I think I think Rockhold's like he's a physical specimen. Like he's one of the most impressive physical athletes that's ever competed in MMA. Um that's just my opinion. I think he's like super gifted physically, but I'm not sure if he kind of uses his gifts, you know, a hundred percent properly. Like he kind of does, you see it in his striking. So like Rockhold, I don't really find Rockhold super technical like that. Like he's not like an Alex Pereira. He's not like an Adesanya to me. I think Rockhold has technical skill, but I don't, I don't think he's that technical. I think he really relies more on his athleticism, his dexterity and his legs to like, you know, throw great kicks I just, to me, he doesn't really like, he sets things up, but it's not like, he's not like a super tactician on the feet like Adesanya. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but Rockhold definitely relies on his uh, physicality, like, and it's, got, it's gotten him far, but it's, it's um he's been suffering losses because, you know, his chin, I don't really think is that solid right now. And when you don't have like those fundamental skills, like the defense, like locked down like that, you start suffering. Like you saw it happen to Roy Jones Jr. in boxing, like Roy Jones, like primarily relied on his speed and and athleticism. Um, Well, I'm not going to say primarily, like he, he heavily relied on it. It was a part of like his boxing game. You know, the man knows everything there is to know about boxing. He's highly skilled, but that was his style, like in and out. He relied on speed, explosiveness, you know, um, reflexes. And then as Roy started slowing down, you know, with that loosey-goosey defense, you know, he doesn't have a Mayweather-type defense. He has like a chin out there, slipping punches, countering defense, and you slow down and you start getting cracked, you know, unfortunately. And the same thing happened to Anderson Silva. <clears throat> Let me just address some people in the room. We got Armando. What's up, Armando? But, uh, oh, yeah. So, anyway, I went on an epic rant there. Um, who's physically stronger for me is going to be Luke Rockhold. Um, I think Bisbee is kind of a brute, though. I think he, I think he's like underrated in the strength department. Um, I don't necessarily find him one of the strongest middleweights ever, but Bisbee is kind of a brute. I've definitely seen him like bully people around, you know, in that cage. And who would win between GSP and Anderson Silva? Uh, hold on one sec. Let me clear my throat. All right. Who would win between GSP and Anderson Silva? Prime versus Prime. Let's just say GSP moved up to 185 like he did for Bisbing. Both of these guys are close to their prime. 
Um, stylistically, I think it would be like a really close fight. I think finishing wise, I would give the edge to Anderson. I think it's more likely that Anderson finishes GSP like with strikes. But as far as being like a more well-rounded fighter, like with more skill, I got to give it a GSP. Who's going to be physically stronger? I think it kind of depends on the position because if it's a clinch position, like Anderson... He looks absurdly strong in a in a clinch position, you know, getting a tie plum. We saw what he did to Rich Franklin a couple of times, and he's done it to, like, other people as well in his career. He straight up dominated the clinch. You know, if I recall, he caught Chris Lieben in a clinch, too, and Lieben couldn't get out, <clears throat> if I'm remembering that fight correctly. But, um, yeah, I think the clinch might be dangerous for GSP, but... Overall, like strength and athleticism, I got to give it to George. You know, I think I think if GSP wants to take Anderson down, I think he would be able to. Uh, striking wise, I think it would be competitive ish. I would say prime Anderson, like you know, I don't know. I wasn't originally say seventy thirty, but like sixty forty on the feet. I guess giving GSP some credit, but not not finishing ability wise. You got to give it way more to Anderson. So the longer the fight stayed on the feet, I think GSP would be in danger. But I don't think GSP would just engage Anderson in a striking battle. He would just... GSP, like, his style, he he fought like Habib in a sense of, like, he... It's almost like he really didn't care what the crowd thought. He just fought to your weaknesses. So <clears throat> I think he would... He would mix it up. It would be smart for him to mix up takedowns and striking. Um, he would have way more of an edge on the ground, you know, top position on Anderson Silva. I don't see Anderson submitting him off his back. You know, it would be like what J- uh, Chael Sonnen did to him, you know, for, uh, what, four or five rounds. And then he gets tapped out in the last 30 seconds. But <clears throat> GSP's grappling is too good. I, I don't see him getting tapped out with no triangle from the bottom. So... <clears throat> Who would I favor in a fight? Uh, for well-roundedness, I probably would favor GSP. I think GSP would ground Anderson and uh, beat up on him and, you know, kind of a wash, rinse, repeat situation. Um, but like I said, I think who's more likely to finish who, it definitely would be Anderson. So it, if, if I could put a ratio on it for me, uh, 55-45 um, GSP. And I think GSP would win via decision. And if Anderson wins, it'd be like great chance he knocks GSP out. Prime versus prime. Just my opinions. <coughs> Jerk says, are you going to do more fantasy fights? Got to hear your thoughts on BJ Penn versus Max Holloway. Oh, man, that's a great one. Yeah, I would love to do more uh, fantasy fights, Jerk. I have a lot of fun with those. Um, I actually owe somebody a video. I was going to do a Ricardo Arona video. Go back to like um, doing some MMA legend series. You know, I got a couple of other fighters in mind. I would like to kind of do short bios on them. Uh, the Carlos Newton one was pretty, <laughs> pretty well received. They got like, you know, decent views. Kind of surprised me. Um, there's a lot of guys from yesteryear that I that I love that I was a big fan of. And um, I would like to show them some love, you know, make some dedicated videos on them. And it's fun for me because like some of the newer younger fans like they maybe never heard of these guys and I'm kind of like you know um showing showing people like what's up with some of these like old school legends and for the older crowd that have been following a sport for like a long time that know these fighters it's it's you know I'm sure it's um it's nostalgic and kind of cool to like you know go back in time and re- remember like a certain fighter 
So, I mean, at least for me, it is. I have fun doing those videos. <coughs> like Mark Kerr was one of my favorites from back in the day. I did a video on him, the smashing machine. <coughs> Jurek says, um, I can see Connor clinching Jorge when he's hurt. Yes. Yup. 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 Same page, Jurek. Same page. I don't see Jorge taking Connor down or clinching. I think Jorge would is more than happy with just banging it out. Um, but, uh, if Connor gets stung, I definitely see him lunging for something because he did it in the Nate fight. And did he do, he did it in the Poirier fight too. <clears throat> he did it in the Poirier fight. Jerk says, do a Pedro Hizzo. Oh, bro. Pedro, Pedro Hizzo, one of the most devastating leg kickers ever. Yeah, Pedro Hizzo's a legend. Oh my God, that's a great video. Absolutely, I would love to do um, Pedro the Rock Rizzo or Hizzo, uh, a bio on him. That would be awesome. <laughs> that's on the list. <coughs> but this dude had, for, for those of you guys who don't know who Pedro Hizzo is, oh my God. This guy was like a pioneer striker for mixed martial arts. Uh, big old Brazilian heavyweight. Um, pretty, pretty heavy handed. He had decent boxing, <clears throat> but his kickboxing and Muay Thai, pretty sick. Like guys couldn't really stand with him. <clears throat> he would just, um, pick him apart on the feet and his leg kicks, like some of the worst ever. Like if I recall this interview correctly, Randy Couture said that, um, he still has a dent in his leg from eating a Pedro Hizzo kick. Ridiculous. Torn just brought up another animal, Sean Shirk. Sean Shirk, uh, what did they call oh, the muscle shark? That's right. They called him Sean, the muscle shark shark. One of the most, um, for, for the, definitely for the era, one of the most well-rounded fighters at the time. And he definitely, he fought guys like above his weight class, you know, shark wasn't, he was a tank. He was a solid muscular dude, you know, worked out all the time. He was jacked, but he wasn't like a big guy like that. And, um, he fought out lightweight. Yeah, he fought at lightweight. And I want to say, I think he even had fights at Walter. But, um, you know, he fought GSP. He's fought like a who's who in MMA. He was uh, definitely a pioneer for back in the day. And um, <clears throat> his uh, strength and conditioning regimen and programs apply, apply to today. The same thing with Rich Franklin. You know, they remind me of each other as far as like their strength and conditioning. You know, um, a lot of circuit training. um just mixing things up, like plyometrics, um, you know, interval training. And you saw it like uh, way back with Sean Shirk. He was like ahead of his time. <clears throat> That's why he would just like melt guys. Like as Kobe says, like back then he would melt dudes. <clears throat> Let me see. <clears throat> Tony says Shirk was 5'6". Yep, yep. Yep, he wasn't a big dude. Well, he was big muscle-wise <laughs> for, his, for his height, but he wasn't tall. Armando says, yes, Silver would have stopped GSP, man. There's a reason why GSP never moved up. All of a sudden, he moves up when Bisbing was champion. Armando continues, prime GSP struggle with uh, BJ Penn. Matt Hughes, Hughes is one of my all-time favorites, but, they, but they're but they nowhere near prime Silver level. <clears throat> yeah, I hear what you're saying, Armando. I mean, the only thing is like, I don't know if you could really, I mean, you could kind of compare like lightweight fights. Um, you know, 170 pound fights 
uh, no, GSP was never a lightweight. I'm, I'm sorry, welterweight fights. You can kind of compare like welterweight fights with like middleweight, but it's just like you know when you bulk up. Like the GSP that fought Bisping was a different GSP. You know, like he put on muscle and size, and um, you know you're gonna you're gonna perform a little different. You're gonna hit harder. You're gonna be stronger. So like you're kind of like a little bit different. So it's like you know BJ Penn one of the greatest of all time. So it's almost like no shame that he kind of like struggled in the first round with BJ in that first fight. But after that, he pretty much, pretty much, you know, had his way with him for the most part, um, definitely in the second fight. So I don't know, as far as, um, GSP not moving up to fight Silva, I will say this, keeping it 100, like real, um, GSP was playing it very safe, not taking a big, risk to fight Anderson. <clears throat> you know, I heard him talk about like he has to bump um increase weight properly, you know, take his time. Which is I mean, he's he's a smart guy. Maybe, you know, look at his career, you know, he's one of the greatest of all time. I, I obviously he knows what he's talking about. You know, maybe we're the crazy ones, but you know, you got guys like BJ Penn that just fought anybody on a whim. You know, and if it was if it was BJ Penn, he would have just fought Anderson like without a second thought. He would have just took the fight. You know, so um but I don't know. I don't know. I think GSP at 185 in his prime, um, you know, not not even the GSP that fought Bisbing. Like if you take a prime GSP and have him bulk up to like 185 weight, um, that's kind of scary. It's kind of scary, but <clears throat> It would, it would have to be certain middleweights because I think GSP would struggle with like a Romero, like stylistically and size wise. I think Rockhold would give him issues. Um, he just wouldn't be like a big middleweight. And like Anderson's like, he's big, but, but at the same time, he's like not, right? It's kind of weird. Like he's never been like a really muscular guy like that or like super strong. Um, but on the other hand, you got like giant middleweights, like freaking, uh, Rockhold, um, who else is super big? I mean, look at, <laughs> it's like the newer era, but Costa's like, imagine Costa versus GSP. Like, I'm not, I'm not even sure if GSP could beat Paulo Costa. Like, I'm not sure, you know, just based on like the massive size and strength difference. Probably, probably still though. <clears throat> Armando says, how the heck did I forget the Johnny Hendricks fight? Um, <coughs> yeah, Hendrix, Hendrix definitely pieced up GSP. As they say, styles make fights. Eric Gould says, Armando Colon, I don't think he intended to be dirty in a rematch, but it did play a factor. I was, I was, however, thinking more of their rubber match. Oh, that's in relation to Hughes versus, um, GSP. Torrance says, remember Gabriel Gonzaga? Yeah, I, I remember him, bro. Actually, <laughs> believe it or not, <laughs> I got a picture to prove it. I met Gabriel Gonzaga at a wrestling meet. Um, I think I was in Massachusetts and um, he was humongous. Like the dude was, he was giant, you know, like, and I'm not a fucking big guy. Excuse my, my language, but I'm not a big guy like that. And, uh, but he was massive. Like he was like, at the time, um, big old giant head, just, he looked like a bear. He was so freaking big. It was crazy. Super nice though. Like super nice guy. <clears throat> Torrent says Rockhold is in big slam. I don't know, Torrent. You know what's weird about Rockhold's build is like sometimes he looks like smaller, like more on the slender side, but I think it's because of his shoulders. Like he doesn't have broad shoulders. 
So he kind of has like short collarbones because that's what dictates like how broad your shoulders are. <clears throat> but the dude, when he's not training, I think he's predispositioned to be like slimmer for sure, for sure. Um, some people would say like he's skinny and shit. Like if you look at him, you know, when he's not training, but muscle memory is like a real thing. Once that guy starts training and he starts putting on muscle, muscle back on, Rocco looks pretty freaking big, man. He's like six foot three. You know, uh, a lot of people kind of confirm how big he is, like from training with him. They're like, they're like Luke's massive. Like he's freaking big. He just got like big bones, like his structure, big feet, long legs, you know, big hands. When he, when he bulked up to fight Jan Blachowicz, like Rocco looked like a beast. Like that dude was like really big. <clears throat> Cayman says, um, what's up, Cayman? Anderson had a strong clinch. What's more freaky is Jerry Cannonier punched his way out of Anderson's clinch. Uh, Cannonier has free strength. He's actually built like a strength athlete. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's right. Cannonier fought um, Anderson Silva. I almost forgot. And um, Cannonier kicked him in his leg. He injured his leg. But um, Jerry Cannonier is like, <clears throat> yeah, I think the dude, when I look at Jerry Cannonier, I just see like a dude that's like physically just, just like, hard like like dude looks like he's just like made out of like iron <laughs> like i i think his bones are strengthened i think the dude's tendons are strengthened you know that's a real thing you know like when you when you strength train uh, it's like arm wrestlers like they're strong muscle wise but it's all the years of like pulling that's what they call arm wrestling when you pull someone it's all the years of pulling that you're tearing you're doing these micro tears on your tendons and you're you're stressing your bones giving them uh bone fractures micro little micro bones fr fractures and when they heal like your bones and joints are stronger and they kind of like solidify and the same thing with your tendons so a lot of like arm wrestlers a lot of their strength comes from their frame their ability to like hold people, you know, in a certain position, like with their locked in joints and, and tendons and frame. <clears throat> and the same thing happens with um wrestlers and jujitsu guys. And um, you know, um Cannonier looks like he's strong muscular wise and, and it looks like the dude's it just his frame is strong. You know, he just got he like he got big heavy bones and he looks strong as hell. <coughs> He's a beast. He's definitely a beast. Uh, Armando says, me either, me neither, bro. I'm 5'9", but if I do yoga and go to Cairo, I'll be 5'11", hopefully. <laughs> I think I shrunk, bro. Um, I'm probably like around Joe Rogan's height. Joe, Joe Rogan's like 5'8". I think I'm taller than Joe Rogan, to be honest with you, but um, I used to be 5'9". I haven't like busted out a tape measure in a long time, but standing next to other people, <laughs> even in front of my girl now, um, she's 5'4". Sometimes I scratch my head. I'm like, what the hell? Did I get, did I shrink a little bit or something? I don't know. I'm going to have to measure myself, but I'm like right around there. You know, um, I slouch and stuff, <laughs> don't have the greatest posture, but um, I think that's a real thing. I think the more you lift weights, especially heavy weights, you know, you do squats and deadlifts and presses, it, it compresses your spine. And naturally, like as you get older, like I think the cartilage in your spine kind of like wears out and you start losing inches. <clears throat> so uh, Torrance says Rogan's 5'7". Oh, yeah, I'm definitely taller than Joe Rogan. Um, 
but um yeah you you start losing like inches um as you age it freaking sucks but i think if you stretch and you do like hangs off of like pull-up bars and you add like weight and stuff i think it like decompresses your spine you could like gain some um some length back and of course like posture helps i don't know this is going to be a chiro show <laughs> chiropractor show Will says, if Jared and Costa had fought back in August last year, who would have won? <clears throat> Damn, Jared Cannonier and Costa would have been um, a hell of a fight. Uh, oh, man, that's like two bulls coming at each other. I don't think either one of those guys would take a step back. And um, when I'm just immediate thought thinking about the fight right now, I'm just I, I would lean towards Jared. You know, but that's right now this moment is like my initial reaction thought. I'm like, man, I think Jared, but I don't know. I don't know because Costa is a beast, man. He's a beast. Everybody but, um, but Adesanya, like, you know, um, kind of folded with Costa. Like he just walks people down. Um, Vittori's another animal. So that was kind of like a very even match between, uh, two bulls. Oh, Romero, Romero as well. You know, uh, Yoel Romero. That was a really good competitive fight. I don't know. I think with Jared and um, Costa, I think it's um, just a toss-up. I, I think that would be two monsters colliding. And um, whoever lands first, <clears throat> you know, whoever lands first. Torrance says, Slam, you should add a StreamYard. What's that, bro? I, I saw StreamYard before. Is it like a streaming um kind of platform thing? I saw something where people were like putting comments up. <clears throat> I use OBS. So um I don't know. I'll look into some other stuff if it makes the, the lives more fun. There was a there was like a few things I wanted to do with the live. I wanted to um take some like live calls and stuff like that i've already done like the live interviews i've talked to people on a live um i have like a specific uh end goal for the not end goal but i got a specific thing i want to do with the channel um you guys will see it when it happens if i can make it happen it's gonna be super cool it's a little exciting for me i hope i can make it happen but we'll see we'll see Armando says, Tony has to have one of the weirdest physiques in MMA. Laugh out loud. Slim, skinny, rib, upper body with built, long-ass arms. No wonder those elbows were deadly. <coughs> yeah, dude. He got, like, an interesting build. Like, he's got, like, no chest. You know, he's not, like, a thick dude. But he's got big-ass fists. You ever seen, like, um, uh, Tony's fists? Tony got some big old freaking fists, man. That's why he just clobbers guys. But um, yeah, he's got pretty cut arms, you know. Uh, pretty, pretty, you know, uh, in shape arms. He looks strong, but he got no chest. He got no traps. Is an interesting build indeed. He reminds me of like a praying mantis. Armando says, bro, the tape measures my worst enemy, uh, man, at the doctor's on 5'9", and my older brother's 6 feet, but on my bro's tape measure, I'm barely 5'7", and my brother's 5'9 half. What the hell? <coughs> That's so weird, man. Yeah, I've had it happen to me. Um, I've been 5'9 for the longest, and um, but I can't see like a bust out tape measures, you know? Uh, how often do you do that? <laughs> Besides, of course, like you know, when you go to the doctor and they measure you, but... Um, yeah, man, but I know definitely like as you age, you shrink a lot of sh- crappy shit happens when you age, you lose testosterone, you shrink, you get weaker, your muscle mass go- uh, goes down. 
sucks, man. It sucks. I'm about to get on that TRT. Uh, Torrance says, I think they should have uh, they should have Tony Ferguson versus Conor McGregor next. I mean, why not? I, I like it. That's a great fight. I like it. Um, Torrance says, Conor's bigger than Tony Ferguson. Yeah, he's bigger... Um, um, thickness right now, for, for sure right now, but bro, have you noticed, like, Tony looks like he's lifting, he looks like he's just gaining weight, you know, um, I think that's a good move for him, I know Ferguson fought at 170 before, and he had success, he was knocking dudes out, if you look at his record at 170, so that's, um, that's something, when you're, like, when, when you're at welter and you have bona fide TKOs and knockouts. So, you know, he might be able to have success again. Like he, the power is there. <clears throat> he should give it a shot. Might make him even more durable, which would be crazy. Uh, Armando says, do you guys think the UFC lies about fighters heights? Oh yeah, bro. hundred <clears throat> percent. Like there's like no doubt in my mind that they lie about uh, fighters heights they had yoel romero listed one time at six feet and i don't think yoel's six feet tall he looks like i think that i'm like six one but yoel looks like five eleven five ten and a half something like that because i've seen him standing next to other fighters and it's he looks like way shorter like how tall is Derek brunson um let me let me look that up real quick because when they showed brunson and uh romero squaring off Brunson looked considerably taller than him Brunson's 6'1 yeah that makes sense like Yoel looks like he's 5'11 to me and if you look up pictures of Masvidal and Yoel they're like right there there's not a big height difference so yeah man they definitely embellished they embellished for Paulo Costa's height too they had him listed as like 6'3 one time and um, I'm not sure if Costa's 6'3 <clears throat> Torrance says Romero's about 5'10". Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, he looks around like that height. Eric says, I noticed a lot of guys lie about their height. I'm only 5'6", and I got guys at work the same height as me trying to say that they're 5'9". <coughs> yeah, yeah, that's a common thing, bro. You know where that comes from? It comes from, um, it's like both sides of the fence. It's like guys do it to, to how do I even put this in? And wording like to kind of match stature with other males because for some reason like if you're shorter it's like a hierarchy thing it's like something with i don't know you just like a level below another dude which just doesn't make sense it's like this alpha like uh thing and then also for the female side so <clears throat> because you know it's like this thing with chicks i don't know if it's like still prevalent but a lot of girls chicks like tall dudes you know at minimum they want a guy like i don't even think they're happy with equal height that was like a thing they want taller so you know taller is like you know um linked with better in their mind so that's a thing but there's a lot of females i don't give a damn like i've seen a lot of chicks with like shorter dudes and <clears throat> i don't really think it matters like if you have like game if you have swag if you treat a if you treat a female well she's happy with you you know um <laughs> i'm not gonna get all crazy graphic but if you lay it down well you know there's other ways to make up for like quote inadequacies which i don't even think height is it's not a big deal so if if you're if you're involved with a chick that has a problem with height, it's just time to move on. 
like don't even bother because that scene female is going to be the type to be concerned with money it's just it's just like if somebody likes you they like you for you they don't they don't give a damn they don't give a damn how tall you are <coughs> uh will says my um Armano says, like, y'all, Michael Chandler is really 5'8". I don't think Michael Chandler is 5'8". Is he 5'8"? When I look at Michael Chandler, I see, like, um, I don't know if he's 5'6". I know Matt Sarah's 5'6", but Michael Chandler looks like 5'7", 5'7"-ish. Torrance says, they listed Cerrone as 6'1". I went into best Cerrone's about 5'11". Yes. Donald Cerrone's, like, around 5'11". Yep. Armano says, bro, Costa said to be six feet and Izzy is six four and Izzy looks slightly taller than him. Interesting. Oh, I saw that with Adesanya as well. They had Izzy as like six four when when they were like kind of um setting up that Jones versus Adesanya match. Like they were they were trying to build that up. They were saying they were like listing Izzy as like the same height. And I'm like, I don't know, Izzy? <laughs> oh, no pun intended. I don't know, Izzy. Let me see. Torrance says, uh, I scrolled back up to earlier comments. Ferguson had power in that Chandler fight. He did, man. Definitely did. He was cracking uh, Michael. Michael was in trouble, man. <clears throat> Torrance says, Chandler is probably around 5'7". Yeah, he looks he looks 5'7". Will, Will Butler says, uh, <laughs> what's going on, Will? Mike is smaller than Cruz. Yeah, I think Dominic Cruz is like 5'8", right? <clears throat> Dominic Cruz got an interesting build too. Like he used to be like way more buffer, like uh, when he was in WEC, and I think he, um, I think he laid off like the weight training. I think he just does more like um, functional workouts for like fighting. You know, he he, he gets his uh, conditioning and and you know muscular muscularity from like training. Um, you know what I'm trying to say? Like he's not doing like bodybuilder lifts or, or movements with like curls and stuff like that and tricep kicks. It's he's more like focused on training. And you can tell by his physique, you know. Um, but if you look at Dominic Cruz in WEC, he was definitely like more cut and um more muscular. He's got an interesting build too. He's very, very, very like narrow shouldered. You know, everybody's built different. Like Chuck Liddell is a broad shouldered dude. Um <laughs> I'm not sure if Conor McGregor's broad-shouldered. He it looks like he kind of like makes his uh, shoulders broad, but um, Masvidal's naturally broad-shouldered, and um, you know it's something you can't control. But uh, Cruz has like short uh, clavicles. I think that's what it's called. So he's very, very interesting build, narrow-shouldered. But it's funny because like in the deadlift world, I notice like a lot of guys that have narrow shoulders and they look more like cylinders like a cylindrical build, um, they're very, very strong, like for like deadlifts. So, I mean, there's pros and cons to everything, right? <clears throat> and I wonder what, like with punching too, like if you have short collarbones, um, I wonder if you can throw tighter punches because think about it, your shoulders are closer. It, it seems like you could throw better punches down the, the, down the middle better, right? Down the, the, the pipe, the pike. You know, as opposed to like broad, but like broad, maybe you're able to whip punches better. You know what I mean? It's just like physics, like longer levers. So like Chuck Liddell with that overhand right, he, you know, more distance for the punch to wind up because he's so broad up top. So like that shoulder goes back and then he brings it around. Boom. And it kind of makes sense that like if you have tighter shoulders, you could throw more powerful straight punches, right? Maybe, maybe. 
This is like straight bro science right now. <laughs> but actually it's not because some striking trainers, they shun bench press. Like they don't want you to like build a big chest because they feel like you're like, if you have a muscular big chest, it gets in the way of punches. You know, that that's a real thing. That's a theory. <clears throat> I think, I think there might be something to that. Cause if you look at like bodybuilders and big dudes, they can't punch for shit. They can't. Some can, the freaks, but it's very uncommon. Um, Armando says, I feel like Justin's 5'9". Justin Gaethje looks 5'9". Yup. You guys are like nailing the height. Seriously. Uh, Torrance says, uh, they even have Ferguson listed as 5'11". Ferg looks 5'10". Yeah. I mean, I can see Tony 5'11". That one, I'm like, okay, maybe, 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 but 5'10 sounds like it could be accurate as well. They got Habib is 5'9". Habib looks 5'9". Eric says, Korean zombies listed at 5'7", and when he stood next to Frank, he was 5'6". He was at least four inches taller than Frankie. <laughs> Korean zombie looks... He looks over 5'8 to me. He looks... Um, at, he's at least 5'8", in my opinion, just looking at him, but... MP says, who heights do you think are legit then? Because in basketball, people don't think Lamelo is 6'8". Seven, they think he's at best six five, and I thought only wrestlers' heights are built to be taller. <coughs> I don't know, man. Whose heights I think that are accurate in MMA? Well, I think um Max Holloway looks about five eleven, right? I mean, call me crazy. Doesn't he look kind of five eleven? He could be five ten. Torrent Torrent says, uh, I believe Izzy's about six four. That looks about right. Mm, okay, okay. TJ looks 5'6 to me, but Armando says TJ's 5'6 or 5'7. Oh, no, maybe TJ's 5'7. I give him that. I give him that. And Chandler stood next to him, and they were literally the same height. Mm. Yeah, you know what it is, guys? Like, they do. I don't think it's the fighters that do it. I think it's because I, I could have swore, like, I heard people talking about it. Like, they even joke about how the UFC, like, uh, you know, boost them up height wise. I think they do it. It's like this psychological thing. I don't know. Like you make a guy taller or bigger. It makes them for some reason, you know, more imposing or more legit. You know, I don't know. Six, four sounds better than six, one. It's like, whoa, he's six, four. That's what I really think it is. I mean, that's what they do it in wrestling for. <clears throat> Torrent thinks Holloway's five, uh, five, five, ten. Let me see. Armando is responding to Torin with Izzy being a 6'4". Uh, Armando says, really, uh, Brown, really Torin because Izzy doesn't doesn't tower over Costa and Vittori who are listed at 6 feet. And Vittori even said they list you taller than you actually are and said he's 6'2". <clears throat> hmm. Eric says, look at Volkanovsky and his wife. I'm actually, I'm going to look right now. Let me look at uh, <laughs> Alexander Volkanovsky and his wife. Let me see. <clears throat> Holy crap. Oh, yeah, I've seen this. I've seen this before. Holy crap. Okay, so I'm looking at a picture. I do have the ability to actually post this too, but I should set that up again, um, like on a live. But I'm looking at Volk and his wife, and his wife is like this tall blonde lady, and she's like in these short heels, but she's like towering over him like a good... Damn, I'll say like seven inches, seven, eight inches from this picture. And she doesn't really have like big heels on at all. 
It looks like she got like two inch heels. Let me see. Jan got a Jan Blahovich got a shorter wife. <clears throat> Let me see. Volkanovsky's in flats. His wife got okay. I mean, I don't know how tall his wife is, but if Volkanovsky's five six, I'm gonna say his wife is. Damn, his wife looks like she might be five foot nine, five foot eight and a half, five foot nine. That's so funny. <laughs> hey, that goes back to the earlier discussion. Like, you know, it's not all about height. Like, if someone's gonna like you, they're gonna like you for you, and that crap don't matter. <clears throat> Armando says Joe Rogan is said to be 5'8, but when he stands next to Rose, they're like the same height. <coughs> That's funny. I got a picture with Jordan Peterson. Um, I thought Jordan Peterson was shorter than what he is. Jordan Peterson's six feet tall. And um, you know, the psychologist. I was like, holy shit. Uh let me see. Will says, check out Demetrius Johnson and his wife. Let me see, let me see. Demetrius Johnson and wife. <clears throat> His wife is tiny, right? Oh, no. She's taller than him, too. She's taller than him, too. Uh, well, she got heels on in this picture. I think they're, like, right around the same height. Let me see. This is a picture of them in the beach. She's, like, an inch taller than him. Maybe, like, an inch and a half. So, she DJ's also with a female that's taller than him. Really interesting. <clears throat> Uh, Torrance says the real question: What's McGregor's actual height? <clears throat> hmm. Well, they got Connor listed as five foot nine. Um, let me look at Connor. I mean, uh, he could be five nine. Sometimes he looks a little bit shorter. I mean, Connor's probably like five foot eight and a half. He's probably like right around my height, to be honest with you. Um, maybe he's five nine. Let me see. Let me see. I can't really get a picture of him standing next to, next to anybody for reference. Okay. I, okay. So I got a picture of him standing next to Porietta Wayan. Um, but I don't know if like either one has shoes on. And Poirier looks a little bit taller than him. By like half an inch. So how tall is uh Dustin Poirier? Let me see. Dustin Poirier is... Okay, Dustin Poirier is listed as 5'9". You know what? I'm not sure if Connor's 5'9". He's probably like he's probably like just shy of 5'9". Armando says, yeah, I think Connor, Dustin, and Justin are on 5'9". I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, it depends on the day, I guess. Because you could slouch and, um, yeah. Oh, going back to Armando's comment. Rogan said to be 5'8", but when he stands next to Rose. Hold on. I just want to go back to that because I want to see Joe Rogan and uh, <laughs> Rose number Eunice. <clears throat> Let me see. Let me see. Well, how tall is Rose? She's like 5'8". Uh, okay, so I'm looking at Rose and Joe. Rose looks taller than him, which is interesting. And Rose is listed as... Let me see. Rose is listed as 5'5". Five, five. What? How does that even make sense? What the hell? Torrance says McGregor looked tall in that Cerrone fight. Yeah, he did. He did, actually. He did. I don't know, guys. Maybe it's an illusion. I think um, it depends on weight, too. You ever notice when guys get slimmer or, or bigger for some reason, it makes them taller or shorter? It's, um, yeah. I think it's like some kind of uh, optics thing going on there. But, guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it uh, almost an hour on this one. It's, again, kind of late. I got to work tomorrow. I got an early day tomorrow, and I got to work late. 
So, um, yeah, um, guys, thank you so much for hopping on the live. And um, you guys have a great day or night wherever you're at. And I'll get up with you guys um, on the next live, all right? Take care, guys, please. And um, once again, thank you so much for the support. You guys are the best. Later, guys.